Yeah, got so it. what was the last time we uh, recorded a podcast? Was it uh, do you, 2020? <laughs> do you really want to know? It was December 2020. December 2020. So we skipped all of 21. Correct. And almost uh, half of uh, 22 at this point. I mean, yeah, we're almost we're into May. There. You know who absolutely loves the uh, cruise ship horn is... Everybody. Everybody. Everybody yeah, loves real. the cruise ship yeah. horn. Yeah. 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 And you know what? It's it's great because usually I have to spend most of the conversation trying to bait you into saying the word cruise ship so I could put it in later. Yeah, yeah. But you just went right <clears throat> for it this time. So yep. enjoy, enjoy and, the and music stylings of a cruise ship horn. And even better, uh, this time next weekend, we will be in the middle of the Caribbean. Are you getting on the cruise ship? Yeah, we get on the cruise ship on Saturday out of Miami, and we're doing nice. a five-nighter. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. This is a podcast. Life Adventures with Pete and Simpson. two guys talking about their travel and life adventures across the world so tell me simpson oh first of all dear listeners mm. sorry yeah whoops sorry. so sorry we disappeared for a long time so things, things were crazy things got away from us yeah life happened as they as they uh, tend to say in my recollection the last time we recorded a podcast it was like six weeks ago but I don't think that's correct. That's not how time works, but nice try. So Simpson, uh, pleasure to see you again. Great to see you. It's been a few weeks. What has, uh, what was your 2021 like? From the beginning of 21, so January to, we'll call it, we'll call it April. I'll, I'll, I'll give April a good chunk. Nothing happened. I mean, things happened, obviously, but nothing happened in the relativity to the rest of the year. So that, for the most part, we we nothing happened. Those those months will just count as throwaway months. So everything, the excitement really started the beginning of April, moving into the rest of the year. So um, I no longer res- yeah 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 I no longer reside in Texas. Uh, we excuse me we we we. No longer reside in Texas. And when he says we, he means him and his significant other, not him yes. and I. For, right. For exactly. our listener, for our oh. listener out there. So funny story um, that we can tangent immediately off of that was in a at a trade show recently Perfect. in San Diego. On brand. And we were in the back of an Uber and going to find the illustrious tacos that, you know, apparently Southern California is known for. And sure. as we were being driven around to this taco place, the driver goes, oh, so you, you know, it's myself and my boss in the backseat. And he goes, oh, so you guys married? 
And of course, me just totally not paying attention to the context of the conversation. Uh, I immediately just go, yep. And my boss starts laughing and he goes, well, we're married, but you know, not to each other. Obviously we are married to our significant others. Um, and that, that just got a good laugh and thankfully, uh, immediately died in the, the grand scheme of conversations to be had and has not <laughs> been brought back up since. Cause that could be quite the embarrassing one. I mean, it was told to other people, but we quickly moved on and didn't hang over my head for, you know, months and months, like could have potentially happened. I thought you were going to um, say you get into the Uber and you're looking for tacos and the Uber driver looked at you guys and said, Hey, are you that guy from that podcast that disappeared about a year and a half ago? You know, he, he had a bunch of information and a wealth of knowledge, uh, none of which was related to our podcast, unfortunately. Wow. That yeah. Is which was kind of, you know, he, he was filled with the, um, interesting tidbits like oh you guys see that uh, aircraft carrier over there yeah that just showed up a couple weeks ago fun fact about that one that's the one that they threw osama bin Laden's body off of the back of uh, after the raid and we were like oh you gotta get a gotta get a selfie cool. with that one yeah 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 cool and i was like ah i i actually did uh we were in vegas a handful of years ago and i i was in an uber and i did give the uber driver a, a card for our podcast and he's like did yeah really? cool man i'll check that out yeah i really did yeah. It was the night. It was the night uh, we were the night that I won money and started giving everyone hundred dollar bills. Of course, I remember that night. It was that night. Yeah. Anyways, um, so yeah, April. So back, yeah, back on topic. April happened, and uh, I decided that I needed a change in career paths, and found a company. I didn't find the company. So this company um, had been of interest for a number of years, uh, as I in a previous life had commuted down to. Florida often uh, for a previous role, um, I had driven by this company's hangar and, and was like, oh, I wonder what they do. I'm really interested in them. Looked them up, you know, that day and, and kind of uh, did some research on them. It was like, oh, that's an interesting company. Um, like, to, you know, wonder, wonder if there's any opportunities ever with them. So that quickly got forgotten. So, you know, years passed, probably four to five as years it, have passed. As it does. Yep. As it does. I was looking for a change, a kind of uh, a pivot back into product management, which I had done previously in to my uh, previous role, um, which was more marketing. Um, so I, I had always had an interest in, in product management and I was kind of just poking around and saw that they were hiring for a product manager. And I said, hey, that's interesting. So I applied and went through a, uh, a lengthy interview process actually around this time uh, last year. Uh, involved multiple interviews and then going out from Texas to Florida to check them out. Long story short, got the job. So uh, if you remember that far back, we had owned a house. So just about, let's see, at this point, uh, we would probably own the house for a little over six months. And of course, had and, shared with and did a ton of work on that. House I was going to say, yeah, and, and and shared and shared quite the stories with the listeners on uh what we had been kind of up to date on as far as the house goes. We'd been doing everything from flooring to painting to redoing bathrooms to, you know, all the neglected maintenance that needed to be done um, in a short period of time. It, so in, in the outcome of all that was it re-motivated me to start doing home improvement projects again here. And I hate that. 
is literally the, my, my least favorite thing that came out of that that whole process yeah was well simpsons redoing a bathroom it looks pretty good i really need to redo my bathroom and then i should give uh, my hand at that yeah 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 I, I i think we did it just the right amount we didn't rip out any tubs or showers like you did because that looks miserable but i mean at the Indeed, end you have a, it is you have a you have a really nice shower in your master so um I'm, if only I'm the door amazed. would stay closed overrated so overrated. Um, <laughs> it keeps the water in there <laughs> so in that time uh so i accepted the position uh and that quickly thrusted into works the plans to not only finish the work that was in progress but also to get a house ready to sell so that went from that was basically a 30-day kind of spree of, of wrapping up projects and not only that but taking on new projects that were kind of geared at getting the house ready because the house was the house wasn't in kind of rough shape as far as our projects go because normally i'd finish a project and, and kind of make sure that it was all done for the most part that i could i wouldn't kind of leave anything kind of hang, hanging um, except for like trim work or something like that yeah see as my wife will point out i'm in the other camp which is get it to 90 percent done and then just quit yeah that that always concerned me and uh, when i was ever doing a project that it would just frustrate me and i'd look at it throughout the week and be like this is stupid i need to get this done it really annoys me so I, you know, we wrap things up. Um, in that time, my parents also came down uh, to visit us for the weekend. We kind of dropped the bombshell like, hey, we're coming back to the East Coast. We'll be not a, you know, three and a half, four hour flight from you guys. We'll be a two hour flight, you know, or worst cases, we can always hop in the car and be up there in a day. So that was kind of a motivator as well. Not only just the, the career change and, and kind of that sort of thing, um, but also being a little bit closer to family, which in that time, I've seen, uh, well, we've seen uh, family, geez, uh, a handful of times easily, both uh, my parents coming down or my mom coming down and also uh, us going up to New Hampshire or New England to see the extended family or uh, my parents. So it was good in that sense. Nice. So that takes us, that takes us basically to the beginning of June. Uh, we wrapped up everything and kind of got everything ready to sell. Uh, we had a whole plan of, of listing it. We sold the house in a weekend. Of course, you know, in the crazy market that is uh, still ongoing, sold it for, you know, what we were asking and some. So that that made kind of the decision good in that regard. Which was um, which was over what you paid for just a single correct. digit amount of months earlier. Yes. Which is crazy. Yeah, yeah it, that is absolutely bonkers. You know, we, we not only made the money back that we invested in the kind of house and, and updates and that sort of thing but you know made money on, on on top of that which is which is good uh and kind of spurs us into a little bit of fast forwarding so we move uh move at the beginning of july which is an ideal time to move from one incredibly hot state to another incredibly hot state which almost killed pete in in one go which was kind of fun like literally almost killed him yep and uh, so we moved um we we currently reside in an apartment um, not the same one that we moved into when you helped us move, but um, in the same kind of oh, complex. Good. Yeah, that's always uh, what you so, want to hear right before you die. Right. Yeah. The <laughs> we, so since the real estate market's crazy, the rental market at the time was also crazy. Uh, we had to rent an apartment sight unseen, and we thought we were getting a first floor apartment. Turns out, as a second floor apartment, so that was less than ideal, uh, especially with everything going on at the time. And I think stayed in that apartment for. Two weeks, 
we're about was there for it two that weeks. long yeah i think it was it might have might have yeah it might have been two weeks two full weeks so we moved yeah, across the- I, I remember yeah you you you're texting me and you're like i think we're gonna move apartments again and i was like i'm not coming back to florida i know yeah well thankfully, <laughs> thankfully we, still had, we still had the number for the the uh, crew that came and moved us into the storage unit so that made it super easy uh, so they came over and, and knocked it out, you know, real quick. Obviously, everything was still pretty much packed up. So now we're in we're in our single um, floor or first floor apartment. Uh, and shortly after that move, we had begun. We we had kind of uh, decided on that we want to build our own house. So we had heard. You mean that, have a house built, not that you're gonna correct start going by in two by fours. Correct. Yeah, we're, we're not going to. Although do that. that's an option, that it, it probably is an option somewhere around here. I don't. Think I don't think I want to live. In, I don't want to live in a house that I built personally. So the idea of building or going through a builder and kind of doing it from ground up was was very enticing. So we kind of did some research. The area that we're in is literally in the same kind of general area as my office, uh, right off of 95 on the east coast of Florida, uh, about 20, maybe a little bit more. 20 to 30 minutes away from Cape Canaveral and about 20 minutes north of, of Melbourne, Florida proper. Uh, so we're on the East Coast, right on 95. And this area is great. We It's it's kind of one of those blossoming communities, uh, master plan communities. Um, so they're building out kind of in sections and kind of adding things almost, it seems like on a monthly basis, something new is coming in, whether it's a store or a restaurant or something along those lines. So it's really, really exciting time to be here, kind of seeing all that stuff being built out. And uh, the demand is obviously here. There's a lot of jobs that are coming to the this area. So um, it's, it's kind of exciting. So we about... A month after we moved the second time into the apartment, we started the process of trying to buy a brand new house. And that process right now is kind of similar, uh, has changed a little bit. So right now, uh, in some neighborhoods, you have to enter a lottery. What that means is you throw some money down uh, and also get a pre-approval letter to kind of show that you are uh, serious about moving into a the house. candidate. Yeah, and a valid candidate. So the horror stories that we heard is in some cases, there was hundreds of people lining up outside to be a part of this because you had to you know, be there to win. So we were like, oh, man, it's going to take us months to kind of win this lottery and, and move into the house. Thankfully, we were the first name drawn in our lottery. So we kind of were thankful in that regard. And basically, we signed the contract uh, the next day. And the day after that, the rates went up or not the rates, but um the cost of the houses and now they've actually switched to highest bitter blind bitter wins so in some i don't some understand portion, what that means so essentially you bid on a house and have no idea what anybody else is bidding so not necessarily in our our immediate neighborhood they're still on that kind of traditional lottery that we were on uh, where they just throw your name into a bowl and pick your name or pick a name out and they say, okay, so-and-so what is your, and you have to make the decision right there in that lottery. So you have to pick the model, the uh, sub model, they call it elevation and some ancillary things such as, do you want a three car garage? Do you want um, kind of like the, the, the big framework stuff. So like bonus rooms, um, windows, extra windows, if you want extra windows or you're required to have extra windows. Uh, so you have to pick that kind of on the spot, uh, on the spot, you have to pick it within like 24 hours. 
Um, so we we got our name picked. We picked our kind of model and submodel and everything like that. But you you know what all the options are before you get Correct. to that point, right? So you've done some research. You have an understanding of what it is that you want. So people who are like, prepared to there there was definitely yeah. one person in our lottery who didn't know that and immediately freaked out. And their lot, I don't know if it's still va- if it's still available because if it doesn't if it doesn't get picked up, they they just continue to build it. They build it whatever they want and whatever. So the other caveat oh, to that's that too fun. is, that, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what my boss had to do um, because they were you know, desperate for kind of a house because it was right at the beginning of the pandemic. Um, and they they were kind of pulling back on a lot of their new builds. But the other little note that they don't tell you or we didn't at least think to ask is that you can't have the same model house next to each other. You can have the same model house, but not the same elevation. So subcategory of a house. So we were like, oh, crap, if we get picked third or fourth, we're going to be kind of told more or less what model we can go with. So we were kind of freaking out at that. We didn't think about that until, you know, names are starting to get pulled. So that that kind of made us nervous. So we were lucky. It doesn't seem like an enjoyable process. That 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 particular that particular part was not enjoyable. Um the whole kind of figuring out what model we wanted, what sub model, you know, the, the additions, that sort of thing that we, we wanted, that was fun. And then subsequently the whole process of picking out your, your selections for like flooring and paint and additional things inside the house. That's kind of fun. Um, I, I thought that was going to be kind of a, a tense situation, right? Where we have differing ideas between my wife and I, as far as what options we wanted, but it was, it was actually pretty quick. Um, in, in the grand scheme of things, we, we were surprised at how easy, uh, that process was. So we, we made our kind of interior selections, uh, there, you know, had kind of prepped us for, by the way, there's, you know, supply chain issues, which we've also heard, uh, right for, for months now. There's also labor issues where, you know, these big uh, infrastructure projects might pull away some some people who were focused on uh, residential builds. So we were kind of prepped that it was going to be a long process to actually build the house. Um, and it, it, they kind of gave us the insight that it would be about a year. So uh, that was August, the end of August when we signed. And we're, I think, on track today, you know, end of April. We're on track, I think, for that August time frame. I think that's within reason. So just after we signed on the house, um, we also did our kind of selections, I think, like a month after that. And that's, like I said, flooring and paints and um, any other kind of uh, customization that you want to do to the house, more or less inside the house. There's obviously some, some other customizations, um, as far as like window color, window pane colors and that sort of thing, the, the trim around the windows and that sort. And I, I think there's some, still some other things like landscaping that we need to pick, but as we sit today, our house is framed out. We have a roof. Uh, we kind of have the, the, the guts, the, the skeletons, if you will, of the house already kind of put together. And that that's kind of come along in the last two months, maybe. What's um, the, so that kind of brings, uh, what's the estimated time frame to be able to get into a house or into your house, I should say. So they should be completed about August. I think there's of still this some, year. Yeah. There's still some kind of flexibility around four, four months. Yeah. Yeah. Four months. Uh, we're three months. Yeah. I literally have no idea 
how long any of this stuff takes. So, so it, it, like I'm I said, basing, it takes, I'm basing it all off of my thoughts. I'm basing it all off of my thoughts of, you know, the house that my parents had built in 1990. So yeah. not the freshest of memories. Also, I was only nine at the time. So my concept of time was uh, slightly skewed also. And it just yeah, felt like the, it took a little bit longer. The The crazy thing is kind of how fast they put up so there are houses adjacent to us that have obviously been completed in the time that we've we've kind of gone over there and, and checked on the status of the house we do that every week um but there's there's a house that been completed and that some have been kind of stuck in like a certain phase or not and that's that's what our, our superintendent kind of warned us of is that hey you're you're going to see a bunch of progress and then nothing for a little bit and then a bunch of progress and then nothing and we're kind of in that bunch of progress is, is being made right now where siding is is probably going to go up relatively soon um you know the the big kind of uh landmark accomplishments and then it's going to probably slow down as we we don't see anything is you know they get into the interior stuff but right now it's all framed out I believe we have a roof, if I remember correctly. I don't know if it's shingled, but we definitely have uh, the plywood that's up on the roof. And I mean, they they crack these things out there. Obviously, the demand is there, so they're they're selling quite well, which is which is great, especially for the area. In, into the house right now while it's under construction, or are you just like driving by doing a creep move? We do the creep move when it was um, when our first floor, so our first floor cinder block, um, when that was kind of. When the walls were erected, we walked in and kind of walked around. They, Ooh. our superintendent, tell me more told about us, these walls. <laughs> our superintendent told us, you know, the company line is don't go in there. But he also then said, if you're going to go in there, you should maybe buy a helmet. And if you're going to buy a helmet, just go on the weekends because they have safety officers that apparently drive around and that if they see you kind of poking around, they'll call the superintendent and be like, Hey, your, your customers walking around in the house, just FYI, they can't be doing that. So he's like, yeah, you know, just if you're going to do it, do it on the weekends. Cause then get a safety vest. Yeah. Get a safety vest, clipboard, you know, steel toe shoes. Yeah. Look the part. Yeah, you well, know, tape he, he measure just, that just sits yeah. on your belt. Well, they just they just don't want the liability. They obviously have, I mean, just in our row alone, they have six houses that are in progress of being built. Um, but in our little area, our you know two block kind of area, there's probably fifteen houses that are in the progress in some sort of progress. And then if you look at the whole kind of neighborhood section itself, there's probably twenty to forty houses in some form of um, being built. And then they just opened up a, a new section a little bit further south of us that's going to be, I think, a couple hundred houses. Uh, and they've already started that's selling lots for that. Yeah, it's it's absolutely nuts here. It's it's nuts. So it's that crazy takes that us- anybody like is in a position to buy a house right now because of how expensive houses are getting. They switched in some neighborhoods to that highest blind bid wins. And we've we've yep. heard. So while this wasn't the exact model of house or section of uh, neighborhood that we're in, the one of the lots went for 800 over 800,000 and i think the starting price for a house in that section of the neighborhood was like 6 so they're paying like over 200 yeah it's just i don't understand where people are getting money from right now with I, you know inflation and the world kind of being a little bit crazy at the moment and things just getting more and more expensive I honestly think people have kind of taken a step back and right-sized a little bit of their spending. And since they're not spending, you know, tons of money on vacations, they're not spending tons of money on, you know, 
ancillary things, they're maybe not going out as much. I think that's changed in the last couple of months, but I think they pulled back some of the spending. I think, I, I don't know. That, that's my only guess, but also consumer spending seems to be up. So I, I, I honestly don't know. I mean, our house is almost two X what it was when we bought it four years ago. Yeah. How is that sustainable? <laughs> I, who cares? Well, and it wasn't even worth what we paid for in my opinion. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, who cares right now? Obviously the, the larger concern becomes, you know, the future you're going to start to care because at some point you're going to want to sell that house and move and you would like to make sure that it still retains that two X value. But I mean, in our, I think we, we live in two areas that are kind just of make, make sure it stays standing that that's really yeah. my only focus right now. <laughs> the, I think, I think we live in two kind of unique areas in the country where there's huge migrations from, you know, yeah. sections of other, other sections of the country where people are moving to a lot of people are moving down from New York. A lot of people are moving down from the Northeast. I think that's maybe coupled with, you know, the retirement kind of push. Um, our, our, our area is a little bit unique. We do have kind of a big retirement, um, population, but we also have a well, big it's Flor- kind it's of, Florida. Right. Right. We also have a big tech, um, and, and government work, uh, obviously being on the space coast, uh, we, we literally watch rocket launches more or less every week from my office or from, from our apartment complex. So they're, they're going up quite, quite regularly. And there's just a huge infrastructure that supports that. And that's just one segment. There's also the, the defense, uh, we have L3, we have, um, Northrop Grumman that's down here. We have, you know, a Leonardo is also down here. We have, we have a number of government contractors that are expanding operations here. And so that takes the us weekly rocket launch still exciting or an annoyance now it's, it's neither. So it is cool to watch, but if like before I'd be like, Oh, I need to be outside at you know, one fifty three to watch this rocket launch. There's specific launches that will still be very cool to watch, but the, the general kind of, you know, every launch, uh, the general kind of launch, which is the majority of them, 75% that just launch, um, and you don't see them again, that, that is just, it's something right. Some days you hear the rocket rumble, depending on the weather conditions. Um, some days you don't, don't even until you watch the nightly news and they're like, Oh yeah, another rocket went up. You, you really don't notice it. It's the ones that are something either historic that are cool. Time of day is really cool. So if there's a launch like right around dusk, um, you, you, you kind of see these really vivid colors. And, uh, in some instances you can see, depending on the trajectory of the rocket, you can watch it for like almost its entire life stage, which is really, really cool. So we watched one that went down the South coast and you more or less saw the entire process of it going up the single stage separating from the second stage and, or the first stage separating from the second stage. And you actually saw it more or less in outer space, which was kind of cool. And then also, you know, those launches that have the, uh, like SpaceX does the, uh, recovery back at, at the Cape yep. uh, on land. Uh, those are really the cool. Fal- the Falcon nines. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. When those, when those come back to the, the Cape, it's really cool. Cause you can see the whole thing. You see it go up, you kind of watch it for a little bit and then you see it kind of coming back. There's a sonic boom that happens. It's pretty cool. Uh, and then on the way back, you know, yeah, on the way back. 
you don't hear anything for the oh, most part, cool. except for, for engine rumble. Um, it's kind of like a, a tractor trailer truck. That's just, yeah. you know, going by, uh, constantly when the rocket goes up, but when it comes back and you hear the boom, it, it shakes everything. And it's, it's quite, quite loud. Similarly, if they do like, I think the capsule that's coming back either tonight uh, or tomorrow that's splashing down just off the coast, you will hear the sonic boom from that, which is pretty cool. So there, there's definitely to answer your question, you know, for the most part, it's kind of become a novelty and it just kind of has lost its luster, yeah. uh, just the normal launches. But when there's a unique launch that, you know, has some sort of historical or it has a cool path or something along those lines, we tend to stop what we're doing and go check it out at least. So that I've takes us a couple to, of them, but not from like, I've seen them from like Orlando, a couple night ones from like the Orlando area, or we saw, I saw one from, I was in the Bahamas. Oh, uh, that's gotta be cool. In, in Eastern side of the Bahamas. And I had to get up at like 4.30 in the morning. We were out there for sales kickoff a bunch of years mm-hmm. ago. You could see it come up and go through like a layer. There was like a layer of clouds. I don't know if the clouds were over where the rocket was going, but he it was between the yeah, rocket you and, and I. You and it. Maybe. Yeah, it was, it was kind of cool. But I've always wanted to see, you know, up up close. And we tried. There was uh, one year, Ashley and I were down there for a little summertime vacation. We went to Daytona for the 4th of July race that was in uh, the NASCAR race at Daytona. And then we went down to Coco. And, you know, we went to the actual observatory at Kennedy Space Center or Cape Canaveral, whatever, you, mm-hmm. whatever people are calling it these days. And to the actual, there's the museum and then they'll bus you out to like an observatory area to watch the launch. And yep. we tried it and it just didn't go. And then we tried it from the pier and it didn't go. And then we ended up having to go home. And then it finally went like two weeks later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the other thing too, is that, you know, with, with a lot of these, you kind of, the, the SpaceX ones are pretty much, you know, down to the minute. The only thing they don't control, right. Is weather. But there's a lot of yeah. like, there's a lot of hype on, on some of these where, you know, you get excited, get excited and then it gets screwed because of a mechanical issue scrub for range issue scrub for you know the the standard weather stuff um the only one that's kind of pretty consistent uh of course with with weather being the real main variable is spacex you know if they say they're going you you typically know they're going to go within the next 48 hours to three days depending on the the window and everything like that so yeah those you sometimes just hear the hype and it's like oh this new rocket's going up and you're like oh it's going to be a couple of days before they actually send it uh, because there's always something <laughs> so those rocket yeah. scientists don't know anything oh i mean yeah getting stuff to space it, it's hilarious because when we first watched a couple of launches i'm like oh man this is incredible this is like you know, uh, how do they actually do that? And then now becoming a little desensitized to it and you see it happen, you know, like I said, on a weekly basis, you're like, what's the big deal? It seems like you just kind of have a repeatable pattern. But then I'm like, this is not, you know, standard stuff. This is pretty complicated difficult kind of science and math well in the in the other thing that kind of minimizes what they accomplish is oh you're you're really only launching something like 180 200 miles away <laughs> yeah yeah but but it's it's just it's just up in into mm-hmm. orbit but it's right. not like it's not like you're flying a jet halfway across the world which is sounds more complex and less complex all at the same time all at the same time yeah yeah and because really it's going what- so much further that that one launch that we we literally watched the entire kind of 
process, right? It, it go up, you see it still in space because the way the light was and uh, we had just had amazing weather and you literally see it separate and the the second stage kind of light off and, and fire off. And then you see the booster coming back. Oh no, that one didn't come back. But in any case, you, you see the whole process, like you saw the fairings come off. It was just like as clear as day, the whole process. It's, it's incredible, right? It's, but to your point, yeah, it's kind of funny because you're like, oh no, I still see it. That's it's in space now. Oh, that's interesting. Um, <laughs> check, <laughs> check. Yeah, yeah. I, I get your point. It's 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 crazy. It's a crazy thing, and it's really you know the really cool night launches and stuff like that. Kind of you know I can see why back in the '60s and and that sort of thing, people were just you know awestruck by kind of the progress we had made and everything along those lines. Yeah, I mean, what did they have leading up to that that was even remotely close to that? You know, in the aviation world in the '60s, breaking the sound starting barrier to get just starting to really get into the jet age of commercial yeah. jet travel with the 707 i think was the 747 too yeah early, late 60s that was late 60s yeah. that's huge accomplishment now you know we're desensitized to yeah. a lot of those things because it's come a place you know whether it's travel or technology or whatever it is you know people are lame because <laughs> we have the entire yeah. encyclopedia britannica in the palm of my hand in my phone yeah yeah. And Britannica is still the gold standard. I don't care what anyone says. Yeah, don't don't come at me with anything else other than the. All right, so we're we're up through what would you say? July? October? No, no. <laughs> oh, we, you're in so, October. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, we're 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 already past that. So, I mean, for the most part, that's really where the excitement kind of lies. Is that you know we we kind of made the move to Florida. We, we've started building a house. Kind of that's where we currently sit as far as excitement goes. In this in this you know, time period. Uh, and then of course the, you know, the lead up to the holiday season, we, for the most part, we, we didn't do anything after, after moving here, we kind of chilled out for a little bit. Family came and visited us in some instances and that sort of thing. We, we had vacations planned and had to cancel them and you know, all that sort of thing. So for the most part, that's, that's really the the big thing of 2021, which I, I know I kind of make it seem like it was nothing, but it was kind of a big accomplishment just for us to, to well, move yet again. I don't but think kind of, uh, and anyone that has moved period, let alone over a large distance. I think large distance does have an additional level of flair, but, you know, even yep. just moving, you know, a few times over, oh, it's just such a kick in the ass. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it, it's tough. So going, anyone that's done it before is uh, easily going to sympathize with the difficulty and pain and the fact that you almost killed me uh, in the process yep. of that. Among, among other things that I've almost done to you um, specifically. Excuse me? Yes. Tell me more about the erect walls. <laughs> fun thing to actually go through, speaking about building and walls and windows and that sort of thing, the fun thing to go through since we are in a hurricane-prone area is Florida has you know pretty strict building standards. So to actually watch basically the foundation being poured, the, you know, the straps, the hurricane straps that go from the concrete pad essentially all the way up to the roof to keep your roof from blowing away uh, is quite remarkable. I think the standard here is like 150 mile an hour winds for X amount of time that it needs to withstand. Um, and like I had mentioned previously, we've got the cinder block walls that are on our first floor. We do have a wood kind of framing second floor, but we have impact resistant windows on the first floor for the most part uh, and all of the second floor. So it's, it's, I do, they don't fool I do around. I love Florida, Florida having, you know, strict building codes and also a lot of trailer parks. 
I know. Yeah. Wild, it's, it's wildly inconsistent. <laughs> yeah. Very, very consistent. That's for sure. Um, in that sense, but yeah, I mean, anything that's kind of built permanently is, is quite robust and definitely don't have any concerns about anything that we could face. And I mean, if it's a bad enough storm, we're, we're definitely not going to hang out here, but yeah. if it's, you know, you're basically what somebody oh. kind of brought up is if, if, if your neighbors who have lived here all of their life start to get concerned and start to leave, then it's probably your cue to also get the hell out of there. Yeah. Well, you know, you can always, uh, uh, seek refugee in Texas. So we don't have any bad weather ever. No, I was actually watching uh, last night. You guys, it looks like you missed most of the good weather. So last night was north of us. Now there's some storms to the west of us, but they look like they're getting a little weak as they do every Mm -hmm. single time. This time of year. Okay. Is it my, my turn for 21 recap? Yeah, man. I think, I think that brings us full circle on me. Um, obviously 2022 has been a, a kind of a fun merry-go-round and roller coaster ride but we'll save that for a future yeah we've got uh the fans have demanded that we make more than just one episode for the year so yeah we really need to dig in on that probably need um, to do that my 2021 was tough i think is probably the the all-encompassing word of what 2021 was uh was tough you know it started the year with you know some weird stuff and a in a in a motorcycle accident which kind of really sucked for a long period of time and then kind of really ground to a halt there until starting in yet again another business in again april really is kind of that red letter date of when things on both sides have kind of changed and that has been uh, an enjoyable experience and i do have a business partner now involved in that which is a longtime listener sometime participant on this podcast as you may know as kyle trying to figure out what it is that we're doing and you know work with the customers that we have and kyle and i have worked together for a long time and i think it's hilarious now that like he's the one that is most passionate about processes and crms and erp systems and good communication and it's like who is this guy i don't understand uh what has what has become of him (laughs) right so that's been fun and we're working with a, a swiss company now which is kind enough to fund our existence um and we're kind enough to do work for them so it's a classic business arrangement we do things they pay us <laughs> uh, you may be familiar with that process that process yes remodeled as i uh, alluded to in in your uh, review of 2021 home improvement strategy did encourage me to remodel the entire master bathroom of this house which was awful but literally took it vanities out took the flooring out took the bathtub out the shower had already redone it last year which i said i would never redo a, pro- a bathroom project again and since i said that I've actually done two bathroom projects. <laughs> two? Because I'm an idiot. Well, I did the shower in the kids' bathroom too over Christmas. Right. What was the second one? Which was my bathroom, the master bathroom. Oh, you were counting that one. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it looks good now. Like I said, my wife uh, will proclaim that I get it to 90% done and don't finish it, which fair enough. I kind of feel that our master bathroom is in that category. And then at the same time, um, you know, all the small stuff that has to get done, like I need to repaint some spots that I over, over siliconed. But the reason I haven't done that is because I don't love the color in there. And I think we're just going to paint it a different color again, because, you know, uh, no project is ever done in this house. And we redid mm-hmm. the living room. We just, you know, we went oh, hard right. to paint on some home, home improvement modifications. I forgot about that. My, for- my office floor. Uh, let's see. Wife and I took a, a small little vacation to Colorado Springs. 
Oh yeah. Uh, for the avid listener looking for hot destinations to travel to, you can skip Colorado Springs. Which I've been to Sea Springs on a on a work a work endeavor, and it was something boring. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was I mean, to be fair, we, we, we found a good couple of restaurants and it was 4th of July when we went. So where our hotel was, was like on a mountain and we could just sit there and watch like dozens of fireworks displays all the way around us. Oh, that's and we fun. Tried, one night we tried going, you know, we, we were, uh, we went up Pikes Peak and, and on our way to Pikes Peak, we stopped at a gas station and get some waters and, you know, rations to go climb up a mountain in a car. Cause I'm not climbing. I'm not an athlete. And the guy at the counter goes, Oh, are you guys going to the race tonight? And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. He goes, Oh yeah. Up near Denver. He goes, drag racing is happening tonight with jet powered cars. And I was like, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah I'm let's, in. Let's go look at that. <laughs> so we, uh, we ended up getting tickets and we tried to go to it, but apparently it's like the first event that had happened post everyone can leave their houses. And it was literally impossible to physically get to the facility. They oversold the place by like a hundred percent. So then we ended up getting our, our money back and we ended up having a nice dinner and, uh, and heading oh, back good. Down to see at least you were able to kind of, save it well and we uh you know the our, our good friends uh brad and his wife and his kids were on their way through colorado while we were there because they were going up for their they take they usually do a long road trip uh family vacation every year and they were coming through so we stopped and had some dinner with them played some mini golf it's just you know a random you know paths crossing moment uh, in time where you can connect and uh play some mini golf and uh, realize how bad you are at actual golf based yep. off of your mini golf. Still true. Uh, then as we mentioned, Simpson tried to kill me mm-hmm. um, a few times and one in, in a very short succession of time. Yes. In within hours of each other, within hours of each other, uh, honestly, no, like it sounds hilarious. Ah, Simpson tried to kill me. I've never felt closer to like I was, something very bad was happening to me i i know when you when you not i don't want to say laying down but you were like took a break after the uh bringing up that that mattress which still sucks um up the stairs i i was like this is it this is where we have to take pete to the hospital yeah i was like this is not good this is not good it was like getting tunnel vision and seeing stars Mm -hmm. and all the all the fun things that make you go, oh, I'm not a young kid anymore. I'm not a young kid. Went to the ranch a couple times last year, maybe one time last year. I don't remember. Uh, and then Kyle and I finally got our first trip over to see our client in Switzerland, which was uh, interesting to travel internationally while still, you know, pandemicking. Uh, yeah, I was just saying because that was that was you you were you were heading over there like right around the time that they had just reopened borders and then they're like no 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 just kidding maybe we're not going to do this and I remember because you were like I don't know if I'm going or not yeah uh, so we we went over end of August beginning of September and then we were supposed to go back over in December and like when we went was when they just were like okay people can travel again and then like two months later they're like no everybody stay home this is stupid yeah. go home yeah and that was it was so such a pain because you had to in addition to being fully vaccinated and all that stuff you have to get tested regardless of your vaccination status you have to be tested before you can come back into the u.s which is a whole painful process in and of itself which makes no sense i'm sure i'll go on to that uh that soapbox at a later podcast uh pandemic based podcast uh time then what else um small small 
life-changing event in October of last year. Uh, <laughs> yeah, geez. How are you going to gloss that one over, huh? <laughs> yeah. Small life-changing. Uh, my wife gave birth to my first child, uh, her third. So we've got a, a full house of teenagers and an infant. Well, I guess he's, I guess he's almost like a toddler now because he's, he's, he's starting to, he's starting to move around quite a bit. So that was, uh, that was exciting. If, uh, if carrying a mattress didn't make me feel like I was getting old, having a child definitely did. <laughs> yeah. Rounded up the year. I don't think November, December. I don't think I did anything. I don't think I went anywhere. Oh, I did a mileage run. It's the first time I ever did a mileage run. Woo. Oh yeah. I forgot I about went, that. I so so first Atlanta you, impact. <laughs> you need to, you need to give the people a little insight into what a mileage run is. Oh, so a mileage run is when your life is based on the points that you've acquired from airlines and hotels throughout the year. When you get to the end of the year, you can always look at your status and you go, well, you know, where, where am I going to fall? What's my, what's my tier going to be for next year? And I was very close with a very good airline in American airlines. Sure. It could be worse. could be spirit. Yeah. As I say, yeah, it's funny. Cause you know, we, we work in the aviation industry still, or I still work in the aviation industry. Um, well, I still work I, in aviation. No, 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 no. So, so I'm, I'm prefacing this. My company, my company is in the aviation industry is what I meant when I said we, but I still have coworkers who are like, yeah, yeah, I flew spirit. And I'm like, but but why? Why would you do that? So I'm booking a trip right now for uh, my stepdaughter uh, and I to take a trip together. Look, prices are expensive. So I've, for the first time ever, I went to the Spirit website because I was like, you know, they're the home of the bear fair. Isn't that what their catchphrase is? Yep. You yep. know, they have like, they do have like a business travelers program that they have. Sure. What kind of business are you in where you're like, uh, I'm 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 the premier level traveler on spirit? And what does that get you? Does that get you like you, you get a free bottle of water? I think it I think it gives you free access to the restroom on the airplane. Oh, <laughs> unlimited access to the restroom. Uh, unlimited peepees. All you yep. can all you can all you can handle. All you can pee-pee. All you can pee-pee. That's funny. Um and that's but yeah, yeah, it's, kinda, it's, it's alarming. It's alarming how many people, alarming how many people I work with are like, hey, I have to fly Spirit. Or I'm like, well, it's a Florida-based airline, so maybe they've got a lot of nonstop options. I guess I don't know. I mean, they have a lot of aircraft at, at MCO at, at Orlando. Every time I drive by, I do see a that's bunch. The, it's their home base. It's their home oh. airport, isn't it? I don't know. I, I know so little about I'm, them. I'm, I'm actually, I don't know. I am assuming. That yeah. feels like a Florida deal. <laughs> it is. Their headquarters are in Miramar, Florida. <laughs> Miramar. So that's yeah, Miami. Um, right. And I imagine that uh, there is probably not a lot of cost savings to be out of Miami International. So they probably just picked Orlando. Actually, speaking of which, the let's go. Let's go into real quick. Actually, you know what? We'll save it for we'll save it for another episode. I know I'm going to leave you with a teaser, but oh, more details it, it was, to come later. Yeah, it was, a, it was a tangent into things that are great about Florida, things that suck about Florida. But that will Ooh, be. Oh, I look forward to that one. That'll be a great episode. Uh, I think. I love. Uh, I love how we also preface episodes because um, we've done this in the past. We're like, we're going to do an episode on this, and we never, and we do, never do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think we're. I think we're getting to the point on this episode where we can say what we're going to do next or what we've got coming up for the year. I think. Um, well, what we want to do is podcasts. Let's start yes. at the fifty thousand foot level uh, and mm -hmm. say we're gonna we're gonna commit to you, the listener. Podcasts mm -hmm. of an unknown quantity and an unknown frequency, but yes. we will create podcasts. 
as as typical expectations are, uh, life is going to get in the way. Uh, Obviously, you being a newly minted father and, you know, as we start to get into our house and, you know, build our own futures here just with getting settled and not moving again for the next millennia is, is kind of what we are standing on. I don't know. We'll, we'll see, but uh, we're, we're pretty, we're pretty happy with everything here for the most part, with the exception of living in an apartment, but we'll cover that in a future, future episode. I, I think yeah. we'll, we'll try to do our best to keep you all up to date. Yeah. I think going into 2022, I think there's a little bit of, um, normalcy i'm afraid mm-hmm. to say it i'm just so afraid to say that um so we'll, we'll we'll get back to some of the recapping of some shows we've been to some shows i know um i've been to a few i know you've been to a few we've had one that's overlapped that was yep. mm, uh, <laughs> we'll, t- uh, we'll talk in detail about that hopefully hopefully this is a hope that i've had for a long time hopefully we'll get some uh We'll get some interviews going. We'll get some additional folks on here that can maybe uh, shed some light on some new ideas and subjects for us or flights or trips or whatever it is. Hopefully we find interesting people that want to participate in this. I know uh, we've also had a request for Beyond. Uh, yes endless requests of cruise ship endless endless we've had uh volunteers to step in and guest host also that we may have some tangent full episodes that are just complete tangents yeah takeovers Uh, yeah the uh, the takeover episodes that's a great way to put it well we can do that anyways we're interested to get back into it and uh, start producing some content again and hopefully we can uh, find the time as uh, mentioned uh, we don't live near each other so uh, we had to kind of wrap our heads around how technology works and it turns out like technology is like a thing that exists yeah yeah this whole remote thing we, who'd, who'd have thought apparently every everyone's doing it now yeah. so except for me I, I go to an office i go to an office every day which is Hi. weird weird and not weird in the same sense with that i think we can wrap up this episode and then uh yeah. you know hopefully get back at it here in due time and give the people what they want which is yeah. our voices in their ears apparently till next time till next time bye Bye. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Life Adventure PS and Instagram Life Adventures Pete Simpson. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely that of the collaborators and do not necessarily represent the thoughts or opinions of the authors, employers, organizations, committees, or other groups or individuals. I mean, not the worst thing we've ever recorded. No, definitely not. I think I think this setup is is pretty good.